anyways, Jason, eating your apple. I'm just waiting for my hot pockets to cool. You know? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know. You should just look at uh, renting one from them rather than going out and buying one all the time. A all router. Time. I wireless bought, router. I bought one. <laughs> a year ago, and now it's already bad. Man, it's not bad. It still works. I don't know what the problem is, really. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But, uh... Also, I just wish they would let me set up two different locations, like hardwire locations. Their option was run a wire from the office to the living room. And I was like, really? You can't just, like, have two modems hooked up? Like, I mean, you can have two cable TV boxes hooked up, but you can't have two internet locations hooked up. And they're like, nope. I don't know. Doesn't make sense to me. Especially because it's not like I had to activate the other the other position. All I did was move my modem from the office, from the wall there, to the living room, the wall there, and it worked. I just spliced the TV signal. So I'm like, I, I didn't have to call them and be like, hey, you need to move the internet to like where the internet's coming into the house. I wonder if you just got another modem if it would work. Maybe. I could try that. Sure, you could figure it out. I don't know why not. But, uh. God dang, man. You play any Dota last night? No. My mother in law just, just got here. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I was like, uh, Wednesday, of course, you know, Dota, we should play. But, yeah, she got here, so. Just a little bit. Yeah, I pretty much ended up saying F the world and read Dresden files all night. It came out on Tuesday, but I just picked it up last night because I forgot all about it. I forgot too. I didn't. I knew it was coming out soon, but I hate to like really find out what the date is because then I'm just like, oh, is it here? Is it here? Is it here? So not knowing, then it just kind of, oh, it's here. Cool. Yeah. I, well, I picked up the date during the holiday season because I was like, oh shoot, like you know, the last book came out in November, and I was like, it's November. When's the next book coming out? Wow. You know, because they're about they're usually about a year apart, a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so I looked it up, and it's like, May 27th. Uh, yeah, that was a Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> it's Thursday, not Friday. Uh, no, I'm all thrown off because of the holiday. I know. Um, so how is it so far? You're like halfway through? Yeah, I'm about halfway through. It's. Uh, I was going to finish it last night, but then I was like, I should go to bed. And then I laid awake for like three more hours, and I was like, I should be reading right now. <laughs> But it's uh, pretty good. I think it's... Um... We saw Patrick Rothfuss was like, uh, I'm not going to say anything, but really, really, really good. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, and what's weird, I don't know, it's weird because I came to Dresden Files um, apart from Patrick Rothfuss, even though, like, Pat Rothfuss was my favorite writer, you know, since, like, 2007 when Name of the Wind came out. And uh, I... It's weird because I always watched the Dresden Files show, and they only had like half a season of that, and I was obsessed with the show. I thought it was such a cool idea. And then, like seriously, like I had watched the show probably a hundred times, like all like 12 or 13 of the episodes or whatever. Um, and then I realized at the beginning it's like based on the Dresden Files by Jim Butcher, and I was like, the fuck? That's hilarious. These are books? <clears throat> oh, man. And I literally went out and bought... Uh, almost all the, but well, that's not true. I didn't buy them all. I bought the first three, and uh, right as, um, I think I started reading like right as Turncoat came out, and then 
right t- by the time I was done, Changes was just released. No! I bought them all right as Changes came out, actually, I think. And then, because the next one was Ghost Story. Because the Ghost Story was the first one I bought hardback of. Oh, really? Boy. Um, I think I just got them all on my reader. Yeah. And then uh, Ghost Story, man. Yeah, because I've read all the books and I bought Ghost Story right as it came out. And I was like, this is amazing. Ghost Story was the first, like, was the, pretty much the only one that I finished in, like, one sitting. Because I was just, like, so hooked. Oh, wasn't Ghost Story the third one? No. Well, the third one had ghosts in it. Yeah. What was the yeah. third one called? Uh, Grave Peril. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did have ghosts. A lot of them have ghosts, actually. Well, there's a lot in the third one now. Cause, like, the hospital starts in the hospital with a ghost. Yeah, and they go to, like, the ghost world of old Chicago, and Dresden burns it down. Because <laughs> it's, like, made of wood. And because he burns everything down. Pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's like a, you started with the show. <laughs> that's like a... Oh, yeah, dude. Well, and then, you know, freaking um, Paul Blackthorne plays Dresden, who plays Detective Lance and Arrow. Yep. I mean, oh, what's crazy is, too, is after I started reading the books, after I got to, like, the fifth or sixth one, I quit reading uh, Dresden's voice as Paul Blackthorne's voice in the show. And now that I've watched so much Arrow and I'm reading this one, like, I'm back to Dresden being Paul Blackthorne <laughs> in my head. Like, his voice is just like it. That's funny. Well, I, I uh, listened to a lot of the audiobooks because when I was driving up to school and back, I was listening to Dresden. And we, I even listened to some of the Dresden audiobooks when I was driving out to California. And it was like, the, I don't remember the guy that did them, but he had Spike, the guy who played Spike in Buffy the Vampire Slayers was the voice. I can't ever uh, remember his name. They had like a good gruff, gruffy voice. Yeah. And uh, and then they changed it suddenly. Uh, yeah, kind of weird then. Yeah, they changed it. Was that? Oh no, was Marston the first <clears throat> one, or was he the second one? The guy who played who did the voice the second time played Lex Luthor's dad in Smallville, I think. Hmm. Yeah, but they could. I don't think. I think it was as simple as they couldn't get a hold of the first guy. And, like, the deadline was coming up, and so they just had to find another person to do it. I didn't really listen to the, to them after a certain point, because I wasn't driving as much, and I just was reading them. But Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, dude, it's so good. And uh, we were talking about Dresden burning everything down. It's kind of funny, because it's, like, a big joke uh, still, you know, like, every time. They're like, all right, we need, uh, you know, one spell that's, like, highly delicate and, you know, can't be loud and whatever and then we need a spell that's just loud and noisy and blah 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 <laughs> and dresden's like well which one do you want to do and and the person's like he said loud and boom i think that meant dresden i don't <laughs> think he was asking which one of us wanted to do it <laughs> and then they like go into this building and they're like he's like uh man this has been too easy so far you know i'm not used to things going so smooth and the other person's like can you just go with it, please? And he's like, no, you don't understand. Things for me don't go that easy. And she's like, or and the other character's like, look, if things start going bad, just burn the building down like you usually do. And he's like, okay. <laughs> oh, i got to go get him now. Yeah. You can borrow mine if you want. Or I guess you have your e-reader, but. Um, yeah, either way. I guess you'll be done with it soon. Yeah, I, oh, I want to finish it tonight, but. I haven't read a book, like a physical book, like in bed in forever. Well, you know, it's it's just crazy, man. I haven't had time to read, and I I literally went through my book collection, and 
picked up all of the books that I need to read. And I might have to start making a list of, like, the order I'm going to do it and just stick to it because uh, I just can't bring myself to do any reading. And I'm so busy at work. Like, I can't really read at work. Yeah. And uh, so I might need to start going back and doing the audiobook thing. But uh, I don't drive as much as I used to, so that's kind of hard to do. Yeah, I'm only driving a little bit right now. It's because I got the last term up in Wilsonville, so. Yeah. It's rough, so, but I'm glad that this came out. because, And a lot of times I pick up these books that I need to read, and it's just like, ah, I can't just, I can't find ten minutes of just quiet time that I'm not thinking about something else where I can just get into it. Because that's all it takes for me to get into it is like ten minutes of just pure focus on the book, and then by that time I just sort of am sucked into it. And I can sort of just blast through it. Um, yeah, I can't read during the day. <laughs> it's hard, man. At least not while the kids are still up. Yeah, well, it's different because you got kids. <laughs> um, I mean, even last night I picked up Dresden Files and I and Bailey was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know. Like, let's, let's go upstairs and lay in bed and I'll read. And she's like, okay. And like... And she's talking to you? I, re- I reread the first paragraph like oh, probably a hundred times. Um... But that's okay. She was, you know, just getting... I don't know. Lex will do the same thing to me. I'll, like, open up my book. I'm sitting there reading. Get a paragraph through and just talking. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Talking for a minute. Okay. Go back to read the first paragraph. Oh, yeah. God, so many times. Yeah, it took me... And she'll be, like, playing on her phone or something. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay, this works for you because you don't need to read. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it took me about... 15 minutes just to read like the first five pages just to like and it was because she was talking to me also but it was it was she only did that a few times but uh but it was also because i just couldn't kept breaking your focus i kept breaking my focus and just thinking about other crap and i was like ah but man you wasted no time getting into it what's crazy is i forgot how much happened in the last book and what's a little disappointing is how big cold days is how thick it is compared to how big this book is this book's a normal Dresden Files book, whereas Cold Days, even the paperback version, I was looking at it on the shelf the other day, and it's freaking huge compared to the other ones. Hmm. I never realized. Um, I feel like, uh, I feel like so far, like, the action and the intrigue has been, um, so far among some of the best of Dresden. Um, but I feel like some of the action has been a little hollow. Hmm. Um, and I kind of get it, and I think I know where it's going, and I think that I'm. It, it, he's sort of, like, kind of playing with my expectations a little bit because of, like, what's happening with Harry and all this stuff. So I feel like I'm going to come out of the end of the book and be super happy and be like, Rhett, you dummy, like, you were only halfway through the books. Why are you making conclusions <laughs> and things like that? And, you know, plus Pat Rothfuss said, and Pat Rothfuss usually isn't wrong about these sort of things, so... Uh, it's just, uh, man, it's just, I'm excited to finish it. This, uh, have you read the, like, the premise of this? No, I Like, the dust anything. jacket? Yeah, can I tell you? Or, yeah, or, yeah, that's fine. You can tell me the dust jacket. Basically, so, basically on the dust jacket, Mab owes a person a favor. Uh, Nicodemus Arcleone or whatever, um, you know, the, the head of yeah, the yeah, Knights. Mm-hmm. The head of the Knights of the Denarians, or whatever the F. Uh, she owes him a favor, and so she loans from night. She loans Dresden <laughs> to Nicodemus for a heist. Shit. And so they are robbing the vault of Hades. 
They're robbing the vault of the underworld. Okay. Wow. So, uh, it seems kind of badass. That'll be good. That sounds good. Is Molly in it a lot so far? Um, no. Well, you know, like how the book Cold Days ended with Dresden on the island, right? Yeah. He spends a year on the island by himself. Great. Everyone just spending time on islands. Right? I know. What's up with this island thing we got going (laughs) on? Um, But he spends a year on the island, and uh, and he's pretty much alone. And obviously, Molly is, you know, in a different place than she was. (laughs) Yeah. Um. She's fine, though. Like, she's been in it. So far, the character that's been in it the most, which I'm really happy with because I don't think she got enough airtime in the last two books, is Murphy. Hmm. Yeah, she didn't. She wasn't in much at all. Yeah. I mean, she was in Ghost Story. Like, she was in Ghost Story and she was in Cold Days, but she just didn't have as much airtime, you know? I mean, because Dresden's in a whole nother place. I think... Uh, I don't know. Ghost Story was cool because Bob got like a lot of airtime that he n- normally doesn't get. Yeah, Ghost Story was cool with like all the with the uh, that evil British Bob. guy, the British guy, um, the like British military guy that was like leading Dresden. Oh yeah. Um, God, what's his name? Sir like Walter or something or yes or something. Yeah, <laughs> he was cool. Oh yeah, he was like one of my favorite characters, man. Like. Oh, I loved him so much by the end. And then at the end of the book, he just kind of becomes like a regular old ghost. Mm-hmm. Oh, made me so sad. Yeah, and uh, that one guy. God, I can't ever remember his name. I have a hard time with the cast of Dresden Files remembering some of the characters' names. But And then Cold Days was awesome because, like, you get him... Like, seriously, I fist-pumped at the end of Ghost Story when he wakes up and he's still alive. And then Demon Reach and Mab are, like, taking care of him. And I was like, oh, yes! Like, yeah. Yeah. I should go back through some of these books. They're short enough. Dude, I'm going to reread them all. Like, yeah. I've, I've, I've reread most of them. Like, kind of just, like, glancing through them. Like, I read... I read um, Small Favors, Turncoat, and Changes before Ghost Story came out. Like, I read them twice. And then after Ghost Story, I read Changes, or I read Turncoat, Changes, and then Ghost Story again before Cold Days. And then I just started rereading Cold Days the other day, and I'm, like, got halfway through it, and I was like, F it, like, skin game's out, I gotta read it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because these books are good. Dude, they are... They are awesome. You I, guys I haven't read factions too, like oh, that's the like... vampire factions, and then there's like three different factions for there. There's even more though. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's the three. I mean, those are just like the big ones, but there's yeah. a lot of little factions. The red, the white, the black. Yeah, and then all the different magic factions, and then there's like the fairies. The fairies. Like, oh, like there's the wild fae. There's the winter, the summer. Then there's like the fomor now, which are yeah. awesome. Like the fomor are just like. Are like the the mishmash of like random like, you know, um, scraps of like mythology, and they like lived in the ocean, and now that like the red court is just like completely gone, <laughs> which is just crazy. Like that's what I love about it is it's like, honestly, that's the one reason I keep rereading or I keep not rereading but keep on reading the books is because like yeah, Dresden's story is interesting, and he's turning into a real badass, 
But what's interesting is like all of the dynamics, not only between the characters, but between the factions. And like, I was so excited to keep reading after the Red Court was just gone. Literally, like in an instant, the Red Court was just gone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what happens? And he talks about it. It's a freaking power vacuum. And all of a sudden, like, uh, Gentleman Johnny Marconi. Uh, Marconi or Marcone or whatever, like all of a sudden he's a big player. Like, and he's helping, like, the Dr old Dresden gang, like, help Chicago, and... And he's, uh, like, on the Unseelie Court or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And the and the Fulmore come out of the ocean, and they start messing with stuff, and um, people become friends that, like, weren't friends before to just to stay alive, you know? And it's just, like, so awesome. And the White Council is just, you know... <laughs> oh, falling <man>. apart. <laughs> Yeah, everything is awesome. Like that's that's what's so great about it. I just I love the character dynamics and the faction dynamics and like it just feels like a real living world. The only thing I don't like, which they have explained though, and I can buy their explanation, is basically like how powerful Dresden is for his relative age as a wizard. Yeah. But they've kind of explained that. But it's like, you know, I mean some of these other wizards are hundred years old. And not even close. Yeah. And um. He's just like really powerful. Well, I kind of, you know, it comes to like, sort of like when you watch a show, and there's something you don't really buy, and you're willing to sort of like forgive it a little bit, and you kind of make up your own explanation in your head as to why that is. Like, how does he shoot a full clip of ammo at him and miss? <laughs> yeah. It's not that he's missing, it's just the other guy is really good at dodging bullets. Right? <laughs> um, but, it's, uh, I mean, you think about it, Dresden is constantly going up against things that are, like, way above him. And yeah. he's smart. That's the one thing. Like, he's smart. Uh, and he's this really down-to-earth guy, but he really is smart. You think about the plans he puts together... And I think they sort of underplay it. But that's his greatest strength is how smart he is. And he's got street smarts. I mean, he was an orphan, you know? Sure, he was... And he was raised by this just, like, maniac guy and managed to escape. And, like, the... I mean, you remember the flashback of him, uh... Like, how old was he? Like, 16, 17, 18 years old? And he, and he fought that outsider? Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, yeah, he's strong. Like, his mom was a really, really, really good wizard his grandpa is among the most powerful in the white council um his dad was just a guy <laughs> i know an owner they'll ever be more to that well and i think it helps too that he, like there's a lot of things like you know names are powerful things like he's named after hmm. uh three magicians you know that's true wow. and that's one thing i wish that they kept that Jim Butcher kept going on with a little bit because in the first like five six books he always tells people like he when he's like you know I'm Harry Blackstone Copperfield Dresden and I was just like I'm Dresden <laughs> but he's named after three magicians you know and that and his birthday is on Halloween like there's probably a lot of things just lining up for him you know what I mean yeah well He's named after magicians, not wizards. Like, he's not named... I've said magicians. Harry, Merlin, Nebuchadnezzar, 
That's the other thing, though, is that it very well could be that he's related to the original Merlin, mm. because because Ebene- uh, Ebenezer has all of the Merlin's journals. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's something there. You know, and and Ebenezer flat out told him he's like, someday these are going to be yours. I mean, what does that mean? Like, he's probably more central to a lot of things than we understand right at this point. Yeah, just like how, just like with the swords and whatnot and how those are passed. Right? Michael's like a, who's he related to? He's got King Excalibur, right? Uh, yeah, he, they're related to like kings. Like I can't. King Arthur or something probably for him. No. For him it was some king of France. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. I mean. And there's a lot of things, and you know, like, yeah, he's named after three magicians, and yeah, they probably weren't wizards, but those names have power in and of themselves that people recognize them, you know? I mean, Houdini, sure, he wasn't a wizard. Everybody still knows him, and he's still known for getting out of a tight, you know, a tight pinch every now and then, just like Harry. That's true. I don't know what the other wizards are known for. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, magicians. God bless it. But, and also in the fact that he's constantly, constantly, like, basically going to the brink of death in order to win. (laughs) Like, he's going to come out a little bit stronger than before, you know? Yeah, what doesn't kill you. Right? Just like Kanye said. But... I don't know. I'm willing to accept it. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I, I said like I'm willing to accept it. Like they've they've explained it, and yeah, I can understand it. Like not not all the other wizards had to go through what he's gone through, and yeah, they all led like sheltered lives. And yeah, stuff. sheltered lives, and they're not they haven't really been involved. Like it's been pretty like uh, inactive as far as things are concerned. And then all of a sudden he's just like down there stirring stuff up, getting his hands dirty, and they're like, Ugh. I mean, he was mid twenties. I mean, he was a young man when he took on an outsider. Then he's mid twenties when the first book starts, and he takes on that uh, warlock. And he's got uh, uh, Bob. Bob, yeah. Not anymore. Well, I mean, he's like had Bob to like bounce ideas, learn stuff, which like, no one knows that he has. Which yeah. to me is just like crazy. Well, because any wizard with that with with Bob is just going to be like. Insanely more powerful. Right there, right then and there. There, that's all the explanation we need. He he well, has Bob. And he has Bob because his Bob knows has everything because he was a dark wizard. Justin Dor Demorn Demorn yeah. In the show, it's Justin Morningway. <laughs> Morningway. And he in the show he comes back from the dead. Hmm. Uh. And he makes Bob real again because bob isn't just like a, a spirit of intellect like he is in the book like he's a wizard oh yeah i know in the like movie encapsulated. The show is weird yeah he's a wizard encapsulated in a skull for eternity for having uh tried to bring back his like lover or whatever from the dead huh. <clears throat> which is like kind of true i mean kemler his previous owner before justin demorne was a necromancer yeah. 
that's true. There's a lot more. There's definitely, I feel like, a lot more um, different plots going on, but at the same time, like, you can definitely feel like the series in general is, like, leading up to something big, mm. and I don't know if they're going to resolve all these different plot points that are kind of out there. They're going to. Everything that's happened has sort of been uh, li all linked. It's it's basically, like Dresden points out in like the last two or three books or something like that, he's like, yeah, everything that's happened to me is linked together. Um, and people are like, yeah, like, who do you think was teaching these warlocks, like, this, you know, dark magic, and who do you think was do setting all this stuff up, and who do you think was trying to set up the, you know, that whole necromancer thing with, like, the zombie army and stuff? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking of. Like, because I'm trying to think about, like, there's that guy, Cowl, who hasn't been that's, back that's in a long was, time. That's what I've been thinking of, because... He's coming back. Like, he's got to come back. He was People like, were like, is Nicodemus coming back? And Jim Butcher flat out said, he's like, he's like, Nicodemus comes back every five books. What's the next book? Book 15? Yeah, I think he'll be back, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> like, everyone's like, oh, it makes sense. Because he did. He was in book five, he was in book ten, and now he's in book 15. Well, yeah, but you can't say, like, he comes back every five books when it's like he's in book five and ten and be like, there's a pattern. Like, it's a pattern of one. Like, okay, he's in five and ten, so I guess he'll be in fifteen. Kind of a jump to just make that assumption. Well, people were like, you forgot all about him. Oh, something else that people say he forgot. Remember in book three in Great Peril? The dragon he talks to? Yeah, I've been waiting for that dragon. Butcher, oh. Jim Butcher would flat out was like, do you think I forget things, guys? Like, he's just <laughs> like, really? Like, I wrote the books. <laughs> I know, I've been waiting for, oh, for like, God. another dragon character. Because that was just, oh, that mm. was... He's the last one. Because Michael killed his brother or whatever, remember? He says that. Oh, he, yeah. He's like, Michael Carpenter, you're the one who killed so-and-so. And he's like, yep. And he's like, uh, and he's like, well, obviously, like, we're all under, like, the Uncilia Accords here. But if you try anything, you'll find that I'm, like, tougher to kill. And Michael's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know he said he was the last one, though. I think he did, yeah. But that was just crazy. Like, he should, like, shook Dresden's hand and just, like, uh, like radiating power. Yeah. Like, uh. I can't wait for him to come back. Well, and what's cool, what gives me hope for the series is that the titles of the last three books are already picked out. Because there's going to be 20 books. There's oh. going to be 20 files. So, never, so there's... There's going to be 20 books, and then three... Like, the finale is going to be a trilogy. And it's going to be... So there's going to be, like, 23 or 24 books or something huh. like that. 23. And he has the titles already picked out. Um, oh, no, I forgot him. It's Hell's Bells is one of them. Stars and Stones. And whatever the other swear word that he says. But it's supposed to be like an apocalyptic trilogy, he says. Uh, so dang. he obviously like has more direction than I gave him credit for. Because like finally, like... In the last book, in Cold Days, like, we see, like, what the heck was going on, like, in the deep reaches of, like, the Winter Fae, and, like, why Mav is so important. And the Gatekeeper. And the Gatekeeper. Oh, man, yeah. oh God. And why, like, because that was my main thing, after, like, reading Ghost Story, or whichever one it was, where Rashid, uh, or the Gatekeeper goes to Demon Reach, the island, and he's just like, eh, I don't want to step foot on the island, and Joseph's <laughs> like, what, why? And he goes, eh, you know, we just, we have some history, like, him and the, and the spirit that protects it. Yeah. And it's just like, you you figure out that like the gatekeeper, who is probably one of the most powerful wizards in the White Council, is afraid of the spirit on that island that like Dresden bonded with. It's like, oh god, yes. Even Mab, like, 
Mab threatens to kill Dresden at one point, and and the spirit demon reaches to just like go and try it, see what happens, and she's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and you find out what the island was for. Yeah, Duh. prison. That's yeah. an obvious one. <laughs> Why did I forget to talk about that? <laughs> I, I was just like, well, that kind of ties in, yeah, with, with like gatekeeper, and that's a prison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so exciting, man! Everything's so exciting. Yeah. Like I'm, in, there's so many questions that I want answered that are becoming answered, and I have absolute faith that Jim Butcher is going to answer them all. I mean, how could he not? He's had twenty. He'll have twenty three books to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, that's good. So I've read fourteen of them. So I've got a whole other, more than a third of them to go still. Look to. Yeah, it makes me kind of sad that that the amount of time he's going to have put into writing these books is more years than I've currently been alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy. The first book, I think, came out in like 2000 or 2001. Oh, really? Oh, that makes sense. And then a book a year. About, yeah. About a book a year. What's crazy, too, is he wrote another series of books like while writing the Dresden Files. Dude, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, yeah, me too. I just need to get some time to read again. Good, tough. Especially, I keep going to bed late because there's just not enough time in the day, especially with school now. Like last night, I was like messing around on Steam trying to figure out how to get the how to get it to stream to my laptop across my desktop, and finally kind of got it. But then it was like messing up, so I just kind of went in. Everyone went to bed, so I was like, well. No point in me staying out in the living room when everyone's in bed, so I just went in on my desktop, and I was just, like, playing, uh... <clears throat> well, the game I was testing was, like, the Duels of the Planeswalker game, because although my laptop can, like, run that game, it, like, always messed up on the pictures of each card and didn't, like, load the artwork for some reason. So playing it on my laptop was like, oh, here's a card. I can read the mana symbols and the name of the card and the description, but the picture really helps tie in, so you can just take a glance and know what the card does by the picture. Yeah. Especially on the battlefield and everywhere else, so I was just like, that was lame, so I never played it. So I tried that one out and just, I don't know, I think I gotta upgrade my router, do something with my Wi Fi, because it didn't work too well. So I ended up playing on my desktop, though, until like 1 15 in the morning <clears> or something. I was just like playing and like unlocking new decks and new cards, and I was like, ah, this is fun. And, and it, the game is pretty well done. They keep evolving that game in particular, and yeah, coming out with like. Tying in like combinations and stuff of stuff. And... I mean, it's no magic battlegrounds, but <laughs> what is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, raging uh, goblins, raging goblins, oh, golfing God. play, golfing play. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, I still have that game somewhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I still have it somewhere too. <laughs> um, you should get on. Uh, I know, since you know you like playing magic, but don't like having to. Invest too much of the time. Like, get, pick up one of the. This one has like some really good I don't multiplayer. I like paying functions. money for it. I hate that it's like. It's probably know, less than ten bucks total. If I can get it less than ten bucks, yeah. But it it's starts normally new as ten. Yeah, and it's a year old now. Like the new one will be. But that's coming the other out. thing. I hate that there's like a new one every time. It's like I get it. Like they got to keep up with the times, but it's like Jesus. I have to pay ten bucks every time a new you one comes though? out. Get your ten bucks. Get your promo code. Go down and get the promo card and sell that on eBay. It's usually <laughs> more than a ten dollar card. Yeah. Like, the last one was, like, a $15 card. Yeah, I can't remember. Which one was it that I got when I first started playing Frost Duel? Titan? Yeah, and Cody gave me his, too. Yeah. 
And I just, like, turned around and, like, traded him for so much. Exactly. I mean, the, the Frost Titans were, like, 5 to $10 cards. The the last one was a Scavenging Ooze. That's, like, a $15 card. You know, um... um yeah, so I mean, just should. I just don't have money. Um, or time. You know, it's crazy. I'm realizing I barely have enough time to, like, run these podcasts. Like, oh, yeah, you're doing a lot of them. Every time it comes out for, like, a new episode, I'm like, oh, no, I forgot to edit and all this stuff. And, like, I realized the last episode of Duel of Chance I put out, there were so many parts I was going to edit out. <laughs> like, there's That's literally good. a part where me and Kanner just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuckity fuck, 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 fuck. Fuck, 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 fuck. And I, I was going to edit that, that part yet. I got to the part last <laughs> night on my drive home where you guys were like, oh, great, we just lost a... Uh one of our listeners or something because we said fuck for the hundredth time and he's done with this shit. That's the part. That's the part where we're like, oh, one too many, one. And then we go into a conversation where all we say is the F word back and forth. And then I was going to cut that out because it's just like, wow, that was pretty stupid, wasn't it? Like, someone's going to be like, these guys can't think of anything to say other than the F word. Um, yeah, the uh, we did save the best duels of that episode for the last half, so make sure you listen to it because... Hmm. I will. And we we the can't. first ones were all pretty. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we. Agree. Well, I haven't got to Indiana Jones versus Han Solo one, which I know is coming. That's the last one. Yeah, because literally, I think I just heard the Marvel versus DC one. Yeah, or wait, there might have been one after that. No, that might have been the last one I heard so far. I can't even remember, but yeah, Marvel vs. DC book book verse movie. Yeah, I heard that. I, there was a bunch. There was a bunch, and uh, that we were gonna do, and we you know we made our list of ones that we were gonna do, and then we just kind of went back and forth, and. Uh, after I re- after I thought of Indiana Jones versus Han Solo was the last one that I was just like oh my god we have to do this one and so I put it down in there in the last one and we and Kane didn't even see it coming and I said that and he's like oh my gosh like <laughs> this is a good one so I think we're gonna can of worms it too and I, we've talked about doing a full episode on that because uh. there's no way like we can do it justice in just like 15 20 minutes we talk about it. There's one that he suggested, and then he was like, oh, never mind, that's crap, throw that away. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was. It was, uh, uh, I don't remember what he said it, and then he was like, oh, never mind, that's really dumb. The problem that me and Kane have is that we argue about so many things, but then when it comes to a lot of things, we're just like, yeah, no, I agree. And it's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. We should have thought about this more. Yeah, you guys agreed on most of those things, except for, like, the DC versus Marvel. That might have been it so far. But yeah, it's uh, I'm just realizing that it's a lot of work to like put uh, put up a podcast each week. I forgot. I just keep forgetting how much time it takes. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the time of recording, Editing. which you're doing like what three a week right now? Or are you still doing one with? Yeah, John, John Blatchford, uh, which isn't up by the way because we don't have a name for it. But uh, and then Dula Taints and then Andy Brothers, and. Uh, and then it's like, yeah, all the editing and stuff. Like, I've stopped editing mine and, and John Blatchford's because uh, because we had, don't even but, have it up yeah, yet. Yeah, because you can wait. You've got, you've got time to, like, once you can start doing them week to week, then it's like, well, yeah. you can edit once you put them up in. But then it's like, yeah, I just always forget. Like, oh, crap, I have to edit it. Oh, crap, I have to upload it. Oh, crap, I have to do all this. Oh, crap, I have to write a post. Oh, crap, I have to do all this crap. And yeah. it's just like, I forget all about... Like, it's it like, takes me it's like, like an online class, almost. <laughs> almost, man. And it's like, the not, you forget that homework's due before midnight. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> I did that on Tuesday. I was like, oh, crap, it's Tuesday, not Monday, because I got mixed up from that. Yeah. And all it's like, it. I don't know, I like to have them up. It, it basically, there's not really a set time. It's just like, I want to have them up before I go to bed the night before I want them up. 
So for Duel of Taints, I want them up on Monday, so I put them up Sunday night before I go to bed. Same with Andy Brothers, I went up on Wednesday, so I put them up on Tuesday night. Um, God, it's just a lot of work. It's fun, though. I have a lot of fun with it. It's cool. You getting any any feedback or anything? It's funny, because I was listening to you guys doing the, uh, doing the, okay, this one was submitted by dickcockfucker at yahoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> And I was, was going to do that on our, our ours here. I was going to be like, oh, I got a I got an email from someone. They wanted us to, you know, just do a fake one or something. Yeah. But whoa, those weren't fake. <laughs> oh, oh. fucking piece of shit! <laughs> Cock Hunter four twenty X Blazing X was a real person. <laughs> a real person that was you. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, some of those were actual suggestions, but uh, we didn't get any. Like they weren't emailed to us; they were just suggestions from friends <laughs> from, the other, from the other room. Because <laughs> um, yeah, it was just like I don't know. Uh, I've had people email the email, but it's just like <laughs> I'm emailing your email. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> um, That's funny. Is it just your Gmail account? No. Oh, I've no, gone to the, the website Twitter. has an email address for the podcast. Oh. Awesome at airpodcast.com. Oh, okay. And then you've got a, your Twitter, hand, Twitter handle. Yeah, which is just my regular Twitter. Oh, okay. Everything kind of revolves around the awesome thing, so Rhett is awesome. I was like, I don't have to change that. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that works. But, uh, yeah, if you guys, if anyone listening to this episode feels like emailing us, awesome at airpodcast.com. Pretty simple. Or you can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash airpodcast. Come to the website, airpodcast.com. You can tweet me at rhettisawesome. Uh, tweet you all the time. Wow. <laughs> Don't call us the Indie Brothers for nothing. Nope. <laughs> Stands for nuts and dicks. <laughs> I said that a little loud. <laughs> Yeah, no one's back in yet. But, uh, God, yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool. It looks like, uh, you know, because I can kind of, on, on the Facebook pages, you can kind of see how much, like, your posts reach people. And we only have a couple likes on the Facebook page, but it seems like we have, like, an average viewership of the posts of, like, 50 people seeing it. Really? Yeah, well, because I share them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I share them around that way, and I hop on, like, the Monstratic page and share them that way. It's like, you know, whatever. Some of my bands have, like, more than 500 likes. Like, why waste that? That's true, yeah. Uh, and, uh, Especially when it's, like, you and Kane, which is, like, half the, the your old band. <laughs> that is the old band. At one point, that was uh, 100% of the band. <laughs> it's not old. We still play. We have a show coming up on uh, June 14th, actually. With this really awesome band. I think we're playing. I don't know. I don't want to say that. And then we're not playing. But it seems like they put us on. I was like, why doesn't anybody ever tell me about these? Like, hey, Rhett, can you play this show? I guess we're the type of band that literally, if anyone can't do it, we'll do it without you. Which is kind of the sad part. (laughs) Hey, you're old reliable. Pretty much. Like, that's the thing. Like, we don't cancel shows. I was really pissed off. Like, we had a show uh, last month. And we freaking canceled it. I was like, really? This is the first show we've canceled in like three or four years or however long we've been around. Boy, yeah. I, I remember you talking about that on your, I think, the first, first podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, and we canceled that show. Or did we? I have no idea. No, would have been in like March or something, maybe? April. 
I didn't even put up this podcast. I didn't make the website until May. Yeah, yeah, no. The podcast happened after the show, because you guys recorded it before. The oh, movie. yeah. Because I remember laughing oh, about that, being yeah. like, <clears throat> listening to the podcast, and then being like, oh, that already happened. God, it's hard to keep things straight. <laughs> yeah. Entered a new dimension. Dimension X? General Krang? <clears throat> yeah, dude. I heard you guys talking about Krang. I was like, yeah, I, mean, I know Krang. Shit. Bebop. Dude. Bebop and Rocksteady. Rocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Rocksteady and Bebop, but I was like, no, it is Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, dude, no one, like, knows about Krang. Like, I talk about Ninja Turtles, and I'm just like, how do you forget Krang? Like, Maybe I guess... That like... Snappy Turtle. That, like, dumb Snappy Turtle. Oh, yeah. I don't know his name. I don't know either. There's, like, the orange Triceratops guy. Yeah. I can never remember his name either. No. I don't think he's in that one. I don't remember him in the cartoons or anything. I he was in the comics. Game or something. No, he's in the game, but he's also in the comics. Uh, I mean, Krang is featured, I think, in the first issue. Well, Krang's of... like a big character. Yeah, but he's he not in the movies. He tells Shredder what to do, generally. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's not in the movies. He's not, he's like... the brains. Literally. He is just a brain yeah. with arms. Yeah. But, uh... I hate that, like, yeah, because I was talking... Like, I was having this conversation with someone after the podcast where me and Kane talked about villains. And, uh... And someone was like, well, you know, there's just not that many villains in Ninja Turtles. I'm like, what? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. There's a bunch. There's there's some superheroes that have, like, one villain that's, like, their villain. But some have a lot. Like, Batman and Spider-Man both have a lot of villains. Oh, yeah. Like, so many, like, ratio-wise. Because they're each one person, and they each have, like... Just a plethora of villains. Oh, yeah. And one villain I think that me and Kane forgot to talk about for Batman was the Penguin. Yeah. Like, I don't know how I forgot that one. I think you guys did say the Penguin because I was, I was running through the movies. Oh, and, yeah. And Kane said the Penguin. Um, you guys said Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze and um, Two-Face. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if you said the Riddler. Yeah. He's, Batman has quite a rogues gallery. Yeah. And Spider-Man, too. You've all your talk about Batman and DC has been making me want to play uh, Arkham City because I haven't even beat that yet. Oh. I have never touched it. I own it. Yeah. Yeah. I have it. Well, I even bought it now for PS3 because I was like, well, why not? It was like, <laughs> it was less than five bucks. And I was oh, like. Oh, online? No, no. I picked up oh. the disc used. Yeah. I, I rented <clears throat> it from Gamefly and never returned it. Yeah. And I've never played it. Never. <laughs> Whoops. I saw that they were doing like a Metal Gear Solid collection on the PS3 network. It was like... Yeah, they have the original redone. They have two redone. Yeah, HD remastered. Yeah. Oh, I'm like... I have the I have the one on, on Xbox, I didn't think it said the original. I thought it said number it two, three, and like the ones... That, I, I don't think it was number one. I have two and three redone on the Xbox. Oh. Uh, but number one has been redone now. Oh, okay. Well... Aside from Twin Snakes for the GameCube, like they redid it for, they released it for PS3. Like there's a three game collection. Uh, okay. I have yet to beat number four. I I never even beat Snake Eater. You should. It's pretty all right. Yeah. I was I like those games. When you guys, oh you got you, you did Mario versus the Halo guy or Master Chief. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking at that time I was like, oh you should compare. You should instead of Mario because you were like Mario's different. You were, then you started talking about hero movies. But I was like, instead of Mario, you should... Video game movies. Yeah. Double Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, Mortal Kombat. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. and Street Fighter and whatnot. And uh, Final Fantasy, they did a new movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did. Um, which was actually an okay movie, personally. I, I Which one? They, they, they did two movies. Oh, Spirits Within. 
Yeah, okay. That's like the that's that's number, Oh yeah, and then original. they did then they did like number 7. But you know movie. Spirits Within actually ties in with like the game lore now somehow. Oh. Like they tied it in with a game. Okay. Well, either way, that was like more original like compared to doing like a 7 movie. Yeah, which, which would awesome. which really played in uh <clears throat> played into like the whole idea of Final Fantasy that it's like all these like you know, separate worlds and so on and so forth. Although, you know what I read? I was trying to read up on this, and um, 12 takes place in the same world as another one of the Final Fantasy games. I wonder which one. I've played 12 almost to the end. I think I've put like 75 hours into it. I th- oh, does it take place in the same world as Tactics? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when I was going on that Final Fantasy Tactics binge, I was, like, reading up on, like, the game lore of it, right? And, uh... Does it? I mean, Tactics is my favorite Final Fantasy. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, dude, Tactics is really good. And it's, like, it's, like, eons apart is, like, what it is. Oh, right. Well, it'd have to be, definitely, because the technology in Tactics was not advanced at all. It was, like, medieval. And then the technology in 12 is, like, uh, you know, more of that kind of... More of the kind of, like, advanced... Not, like, steampunk, but... Cyberpunk. Punky. <laughs> but it's not really punk at all. It's just kind of, you know, like, that mix of magic and technology. There's, like... Instead of it being, like, an airship, you know, you've got actual, like, planes and stuff. And there's, like, cities and, like, bigger stuff. It's not, like, castles. It's cities, you know? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, uh... 12 was pretty good. Final Fantasy Tactics, the world of Tactics, has been featured in several other Square video games. Uh, in, um, I think, like, vi- the game Vagrant Story. Yeah, I haven't played that one. Um, Final Fantasy 12 is also set in the world of Ivalis. Yeah. I can picture how it's spelled, but I didn't want to try pronouncing it because I don't remember. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I was like, is it... I was kept thinking of, like, Ilian or something, or I don't know. But yeah, 12 takes place in Tactics. That's cool. 12 is a good game, actually. I've never played it. I always wanted to, but I just never did. It's a good one, yeah, with all the... I liked the system. Macros or, or uh, gambits and conditions and whatnot that you set up. Make it cool. Yeah. Which kind of... better than 13. Well, I kind of like 13, because you, like, you build them yourself, and then you, like, switch between them, like, for different conditions, and yeah, the combat was that, really, that like, fast-paced, cool. and, like, if you lost, like, you just tried again. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, I, mean, I, just, I didn't I, like... I don't like the way that's evolving, like... I didn't like 13 <laughs> I at all, really, but... I didn't like 13 at all, but the graphics were good. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't Claire get... Claire likes watching me play it, too. Like, she... So that's cool because she had, she like pretends she's the girl characters and whatnot. So that's cool. Um, I should play that one some more. I need to play beat twelve. <sighs> no, you need to beat thirteen and tell me how crappy it is. Did you beat it? You haven't beat it. No, I put forty hours into it and was like, "Where yeah. is this game going?" Yeah. I feel like I'm still in the intro. <laughs> like I feel like I'm still in Midgard. You know? Yeah. But even worse, I don't even. I don't feel like I'm still in Midgard. I feel like I'm still. Planning the bomb <laughs> at uh, section seven or whatever number uh, Mako reactor. <laughs> like seriously, that's what it felt like. 
You know that whole intro bombing mission? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it's so linear up until a point, but so was Final Fantasy X. Like, up until you can Yeah, but that's worlds. also what I didn't like about ten. Yeah, like, same, I know. I couldn't get into ten. I've it's... never beat it. Oh, that's good. I picked up the HD remastered one for PS3. Yeah. Maybe if I want to borrow it sometime. Maybe. Pretty much I had a hard time, like, after nine. Because uh, ten was, like, really cool, and I liked the music, and I liked the graphics. Ten was really good. I didn't really like the whole, like, the... I liked it better than nine. Well, I just mean it's hard for me to get into nine or like into the other ones other than nine featured the very safe and familiar overworld. And yeah, the overworld is is what we like. Yeah, like, uh, like uh, I didn't play five too much, but five had an overworld. All of them had an overworld. had an overworld. Seven had an overworld. One had an overworld. Eight had an overworld. Nine had an overworld. Ten. Ten's overworld was not an overworld. It was a map. Like yeah, once you like finally tactics. got the airship, it was a map. <laughs> <laughs> which took you forever to get to the to that point but uh and then 11 obviously was the online one so that doesn't count 12 uh oh 12 is similar to 10 like i, I like you kind of get to the point where you can get an airship and travel you know around. what and in 13 someone told me there's finally an overworld at one point that's what i hear yeah but it was like after like 80 hours of gameplay and i i gave the game a fair <laughs> shot with 40 hours okay yeah and i i came to really respect the the graphics and respect the voice acting and respect the even the combat was became fun after a while because it's so fast paced and you're thinking yeah. on your toes and yeah you're only you're changing your paradigms or whatever they were called but it was still fun. Yeah, like, I mean, changing the paradigms changes your whole dynamic of your team. It's like, yeah, it's cool. I like you doing that. But I was playing that at the same time I was like kind of replaying Fallout Three. Oh. And so you go from like this open world sandbox to like this really restrict. Like literally, I felt like I was on a road. Could you imagine if they did a Final Fantasy sandbox style game? It'd be cool, but how would they do it? It just wouldn't be the same. Well, it never is the same anymore. They've changed it so much, but they could do the the battles. They would do, like, Coder, you know, Knights of the Old Republic, where it was like, boom, you see something, pause. Yeah. Set up your action. That could be cool if they did it right. Um, I mean, the one thing that I've always loved about Final Fantasy is just basically, it almost kind of feels like a book that you're playing through because it's just such a dense story with, like, you know, great plot and great character yeah. development. <clears throat> me and, and Lex are playing through this game that's reminded me of the old Final Fantasy stuff. In fact, I can't remember who it's made by, but it might be made by... Uh, oh, it might be made by Ubisoft, who's a pretty good company. Oh, yeah, Ubisoft makes great games. Yeah, I mean, and it's called uh, Child Cell. of Light, and it's a RPG. Oh, dude, Child of Light is awesome! Yeah! Yeah, I haven't, I haven't played, or I have, I've seen demos, I've played the demo, uh... God, and the artwork is just so awesome. Oh, I know. It's all, like, hand-drawn. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so beautiful. Right? And, like, uh, Lexus likes playing it. She plays the first player, and I get to, I get to control this little wisp. Yeah. Which helps her do stuff, and so it's, like, really cool, because she doesn't like playing games that much. Like yeah. That, so. That's cool. Yeah, I'm glad to and hear like that. It's a cool story and everything. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that, that people like that game, because I was, like, I wasn't worried about it. Is that by Ubisoft? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, there was, like, another one that kind of... No, that that's more of an adventure game. And that was made by the guys who made, uh, like, Psychonauts. Or, yeah, Psychonauts. And uh, the guy's name's Schaefer, but I can't remember. Oh, it's called Lucky Something Games. I don't know. I can't remember. But he's a really good game maker, but he makes, like, adventure games. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and he made this one. 
about these two people in separate worlds. It was featured on the front page of Steam, but oh, uh, I World typically of Light is... never loaded up the Steam store page. Oh, because I had a bad habit of then buying, buying stuff. everything. <laughs> well, how'd you find it? Oh, it was on. I bought it on PS3. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's why. So we each have a controller. Yeah. To and play on the PS3. Oh, that's kind of cool. Huh. Yeah, I think it was on sale. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I rem- it was only like 15 bucks or something. Yeah, it was I think. for 10 I think, maybe. I Which know. I could justify 15 bucks. I mean, I bought Tokyo Jungle and then Dude, yeah, never played it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've played Tokyo Jungle, Jungle more than you. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I've unlocked quite a bit of the like, You talk about it, games. I'm just like, uh, yeah. what? <laughs> like, you know how you unlock, you get like the human discs yeah. and unlock campaigns? Yeah. I'm up to... Like I'm, I can be a lion and stuff. Like oh, awesome! I've been a lion, and I've got, had to go around and stalk uh, dinosaurs. Awesome. Anyway, but, yeah, lunchtime. Yeah, about time to close her up. Um, oh, by the way, Humble Bundle. You looked at it. Metal Metal Slug Three is on there. Oh. For, and it's Android and stuff. So oh, I think okay. I'm gonna pick it up. It's like five bucks. There's some other cool games. Uh, Symphony. It's like a. Oh yeah, I think. I've, yeah, it's like a musical, like, um, like. I'm pretty sure I have that. Uh, what are those types of games called? Like, I, uh, what's the one? I can't think of it. It's like, you know, like the 1942 style. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, grr, there's like one with a G. Galactica or <laughs> Galactus or Gattaca. Galaxy. Uh... Well, people know what 1942 oh, is. Oh, do you know what 1942 is? I don't think that many people do. But those style of games where you're just moving forward and you got, yeah. and then you get to the end and you got to fight the boss, and, yeah, yeah, and then you go to the next one. But it's like that. But it's like uh, the levels and everything are dictated by your music. Yeah, that's on your computer. Seems pretty cool. But also Metal Slug Three. Um, and yeah. Anyway. Well, well, I was good chatting. Yeah. No. Been a good week. We'll have to check back in next week and uh, all that fun stuff. Yeah, for sure. Feel free to email us. Awesome at airpodcast.com. Feel free to listen to our other shows, Duel of Taints, and whatever else we might have at the time that you listen to this. And, uh... It's true. Sick of being the only listener. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, well, next time. Yeah, next time. Hit us up on Facebook if you guys want us to talk about something in particular, too. Or email us or tweet us or call us, because chances are you know us. <laughs> anyway, we'll catch up with you next time. If I don't uh, answer, just text me. You know you know how it goes. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Leave a message. <laughs> anyway, it's been Andy Brothers for the week. Talk to you next time.